Hello everyone, welcome back to finally the podcast. I am so, so, so super excited for this first episode. I literally couldn't wait to record it. So, so happy to be here. How are you? I feel weird asking that since you can't really give me an answer. If you know me in person, please text me and tell me how you are. If you don't, I mean, you could write me an email, <laughs> um, but I also feel really dumb not asking, so I'll just ask, how are you? How are you doing today? I am, I don't know, I mean, it's a Monday morning. I hope it's not for you, honestly. Today, when I woke up, I literally felt like I could never be awake for even one second of my life. I just wanted to sleep and never wake up again. I mean, that sounds really, really dramatic and really dark. It's not dark at all. I was just really tired. And it was so funny because my girlfriend woke me up, but I didn't wake up. Like for her, I seemed to be awake because she told me, hey, wake up, blah, blah, blah. And I even responded. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll wake up. But for me, like, I didn't realize any of that. I just sleep-talked and continued to sleep. And then I was really late and um, kind of, like, overslept. So that was my morning. <laughs> I hope yours was better. And, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. As I already said, I have a pretty um, not-so-lighthearted topic for today. Um and that's okay we're starting off strong i really 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 want to talk about ambivalent relationships today and i know this isn't really like a scientific term it's just a term that i gave the thing for myself because i find it describes best what i mean and what i mean by ambivalent relationships are the type of relationships you have with people that aren't really the easy ones you know there are relationships in your life well I hope I really really hope there are but I feel like everyone has people that they instantly connect with and the majority of the relationship is so good and so beautiful and you just flow with that person and you get each other and you just are so happy to um, have known them and I mean not in the past to know them and you just it's just so good like there's nothing that could break you two apart and it's just it's so good you don't have to think about it obviously you do have issues that's normal, like it would be weird if you didn't ever come across any issues in your relationship, but the majority of it is just good. It's flowy, it's vibey. That was really a give me to say that, but <laughs> I feel like you get what I'm talking about. You have these relationships and they're awesome and they just are good. However, I feel like everyone also has a person or maybe a few people in their lives that they have really ambivalent relationships with and 
what I mean by that is just people that you sometimes are really close with and you have really intimate conversations or experiences with and then another time they may hurt you or they don't really show up or they just act in a way that isn't okay for you or that as I said could hurt you or could frustrate you or they disappoint you and it's not like either good or bad it's always something in between and sometimes it's one extreme sometimes it's the other extreme and it's just not something consistent it's just ambivalent and I used to run away from these relationships I used to just go whenever I felt like oh this is not feeling good for me anymore this person um, has hurt me in some kind of way or disappointed me or you know obviously not just when they did like the slightest little thing but when something kind of major occurred I always used to run away and I don't want to say that's something bad because I feel like distancing yourself from a relationship that isn't good for you is so super important and so crucial to kind of maintaining your energy and your boundaries but something I did learn in the past few years or in the past year I feel like was that first it's not always possible to run away from a relationship like that because it may be a person you depend on in I don't know in a financial way or a person that is close with other people that you are close with as in maybe a family member that you can't really um just ignore because you are around them maybe you live with this person maybe it's a teacher it's someone from work it's just someone you can't really just close off to and just never see them again because they're like a friend that you only meet for coffee obviously that's an easy um go you can just run away but oftentimes it's people that we can't really ignore and second of all it's not always the best solution to run away even if you can sometimes accepting that this relationship is complicated and ambivalent in a kind of way can help you because you sometimes don't want to close off completely or else um you also lose a lot and that's something I have started to like learn and understand and kind of like try and do and I wanted to talk about that I wanted to talk about ways I deal with people that I have a very ambivalent relationship with before I get into my kind of coping strategies for this issue I really want to mention once again how important I think it is to set boundaries and I don't mean to um, kind of list these coping strategies and to imply that whatever someone does you have to um, kind of get along with them and not push them away I feel like it is so so important as I already said but I want to say it again um 
to know your boundaries and it's okay to step away from someone completely if things aren't okay with you. If you feel like this person is hurting you more than they help you grow or they are looking out for you, please step away, even if it's family. I feel like this is an unpopular opinion, but in my opinion, you always have the right to distance yourself from a person if you don't feel good around them, if they aren't good for you, even if it's family, even if it's your friend's friend that they are really close with and you're close with your friend, but not with their friend. And, you know, all of these like complicated, twisted situations, you never owe anybody anything and you can always step away from them. And the things like the the ways of dealing that I'm going to list um, are for situations where you feel like you don't want to step away completely. You just need to try and find a way of dealing with it because you want to stay in contact with that person. But these are like a few things to keep in mind when you do want to keep seeing this person. And for the situations where you cannot run away from them because you work with them, um, your friend is really close with them, you just like have to see them. Maybe it's a family member, as I said. These are the, like, this is the specific situation I'm talking about. So keep in mind, please always, always, always respect your boundaries and walk away if you cannot handle it anymore. Always, always do. I have done this before and I haven't regretted it once. It always was good for me. And also this doesn't have to be a final decision. You can decide to cut off somebody and then maybe a few months or a few years later, you both start and try to find your way together once again. And that's completely fine. Like nothing has to be um, like completely uh, final. You just have to kind of like see where it goes and um, find out what works for you at that point in time. And that can change in the future. So I personally have experienced several relationships that have been very ambivalent in my lifetime. And obviously every single relationship is different, but I have found that there are similar things that occurred in these relationships. And for a really long time, I really, really struggled with it and I didn't really know whether or not to cut them off or how to deal with it because um, I couldn't cut them off and I still am in the process of like finding coping strategies and ways to deal with it but I feel like I have collected a few that I really want to share so I'd say we'll get into it. The first and probably most important thing for me is accepting that there are parts of this relationship that aren't okay, that aren't good for me, and that I'm not, like, agreeing with, and that that's okay, that it's okay to have relationships with people that aren't just pure bliss and pure 
flow and, you know, feel good, super um, non-toxic, perfect relationships, which don't exist, but, you know, like the closest you get to them. But there are going to be relationships that are going to be harder and you can't run away from them. You may, let's say you have a work colleague and you work with them almost every single day, except for the weekends. And you just have a complicated relationship with them. You may like them. They may be funny and kind some days. And then other days they ignore you completely. They give you these mixed feelings, which I feel like is a big part of the ambivalent relationship is just one day it's like this, the other day it's like that. And it always changes. It's never a constant. And that's what I feel like is so, so hard about it. At least for me, consistency is something that I really need in relationships. And this feeling of like a consistent kind of love or compassion coming from the person that I am in a relationship with. And when I say relationship, I never just mean romantic relationship. I mean any kind of relationship um, could be a work relationship. So let's say that colleague, some days um, they bring you a cupcake to work even that they just made the day before and they thought of you. and So cute. So, so genuine. And then other days they ignore you. They don't even talk to you. They talk about you behind your back. All of that stuff. And you just don't really get them. Like what is going on? And you really, you really hurt, obviously. Because if they were always an asshole to you, obviously that would be really, really horrible. But at least you know where you're at. But these kind of like ambivalent relationships, they make you so insecure. At least they do that with me. And I never really know if it's my fault or... I mean, it's probably not because <laughs> that's probably the person that's insecure themselves and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? However, back to the point that I wanted to make, I feel like just accepting that it's not going to be an easy relationship and that you just have to deal with that person for a certain period of time and that it may get better. It's not going to last forever. Maybe it will, but probably not. And that it's just not going to be easy really, really helps because you don't have um, this feeling of like, it has to be like this and they have to be nice to me every day or else I'll be really disappointed. You just don't have that expectation. And I feel like going in with that mindset of not expecting them to be this easygoing, always nice person that you always have an easy going relationship with always helps so so much already to kind of like ease off and lay back a little bit and not just be in this constant um I feel like to me it's almost like a tenseness that um comes over me in these kind of relationships and accepting that it's not always going to be easy really helps me relax and take a step back and just not like get too involved. This next point I've already kind of touched upon and it's that it's okay to distance yourself whenever you don't feel comfortable. Now as I said there are two cases either 
it's um that you want to stay in a relationship or that you cannot leave because of work or school or your family or whatever you live with them um and I feel like in both cases it's okay to distance yourself obviously if it's at work you do it in a professional way you don't just stop talking to them and ignore them completely you just kind of take a step back maybe don't spend every single lunch with them maybe don't like talk to them all the time and ask for their advice and their opinion most of all and also in family settings you can kind of like take a step back and have them not be the first person you always talk to when you have a problem and just know that it's okay don't feel bad about it they should be feeling bad for giving you mixed feelings and not you feeling bad for taking a step back and kind of like keeping your distance for difficult times and that's something I really really struggled with because I always used to feel so bad when I kind of took um, a step back and wanted to be a little bit more distant with them for a period of time but you really shouldn't have to it's okay you don't have to be with them if they make you feel really bad if they give you these mixed feelings you it's okay if you don't want to tell them everything and if you want to spend more time without them than you usually do that is completely fine and this is something I tell myself over and over again because I tend to forget it <laughs> and I tend to start feeling bad again but it's totally fine to really accept your own boundaries and listen to yourself and to your body if your body tells you um, that you don't feel comfortable around them listen to it it's mostly like really subtle kind of like signals my body sends me like maybe I I don't know my hands get kind of cold around them or I just don't feel comfortable I don't really like my body isn't really relaxed it's mostly something really subtle but it's always a good idea to listen to your body so don't ignore it <laughs> take care of it and listen to it another option you have is to just talk to them about it obviously this isn't always going to be easy or even possible because I feel like a person that you have an ambivalent relationship with is not the easiest person to talk to maybe there are exceptions but I feel like mostly it's kind of hard to have like a sit-down conversation with them and maybe you have to wait for a good day <laughs> that sounds really really toxic but sometimes you just have to do what you have to do in order to like get what you want and if that is a good conversation about what you're struggling with just wait for a good point in time where you feel like they are kind of in the mood for a sit-down conversation and just tell them how you feel tell them that you get like off vibes sometimes that you get mixed feelings from them maybe they aren't even even aware that has happened to me several times before and it's so weird because i am super sensitive 
and I always, like, even if the slightest thing about someone is off, even if they, like, talk differently to me than they do normally, I already, like, get, like, the signals, and I'm like, mm, what is going on? So, it's not always going to be easy, but it's so, so, so worth it. There's basically nothing to lose. The only thing that could happen is that they just lose their patience with you but then you're better off without them if you can't even talk to them maybe you have to start thinking about really cutting them off because in my opinion being able to communicate and express your feelings and needs is the most important thing in a relationship so it could also be kind of like a check-in moment where you're like okay if I can talk to this person about my issues I do want to stay friends with them or, you know, want to keep talking to them. If I can't even tell them how I feel, do I really want to stay in contact with that person? I don't know. Obviously, again, if it's a work thing, a school thing, this is a little more complicated. But even then, I feel like you should have the option to sit down and maybe talk to your teacher about how you've been feeling, um, that maybe things haven't been so fair for you, so on, so on. And even if you don't feel comfortable telling them about the whole um, mixed feelings kind of thing, you could just tell them, hey, I feel like I need a bit more distance. And it's not because of something specific that you said I just don't really feel as comfortable in this relationship as I used to maybe you never did but <laughs> that doesn't matter um and I just want to like take a step back and be a little bit more distant with you and sometimes I know it sounds really brutal but sometimes that really helps so that they are aware and maybe it even makes them think and kind of like reflect upon their own um, actions and their own behavior. And so I feel like it's just talking about it is in most cases a really, really good option. Maybe it also could be at a later point in time, not when you first get like these weird like kind of feelings, but a little later in time when it's been consistently ambivalent for a few weeks or months you could sit down and just talk to them i feel like it's never a bad idea and lastly something i used to be so bad at and this is a mistake i've made so many times and still continue to do and i don't know why because i know that it doesn't make sense but sometimes you just get in the habit of it and it's that I sometimes talk to these people that I have an ambivalent relationship with about something that I really rely on getting help on. And that's never a good idea. Because you have this, like, ambivalent relationship with them, you can't rely on them. You don't know if they are going to be there for you or if they maybe today just aren't going to be good to you they 
don't really help you. They don't care. They, I don't know, they don't even really listen. And that's just, there is a possibility, possibility of that. And you can't really count on them in a situation where you need help, you need advice. Maybe you aren't feeling good. You aren't doing good mentally. Don't go and talk to these people about it. <laughs> and I'm also saying this to myself because it's so obvious, but I feel like we do tend to do that. And sometimes, like, it depends on how, um, like, complex the situation is. We get in this, like, trauma response kind of way of wanting to talk to them about it even though we know they're not going to be able to give us what we need from them and so before you go and talk to somebody think about is this person gonna help me are they in a state of um i want to help and i can't help and i'm not going to say something stupid obviously you never know even maybe your best friend or your partner may sometimes be in a mood where they just give you the worst advice ever or they tell you that they don't want to listen, which is fair. But especially with these complicated relationships, just don't go and talk to them first. Go to your best friend, your family member of choice that you really trust, your partner, whatever maybe a teacher that you really, really trust and have a good relationship with, or anyone, go and talk to them first. I have made this mistake so many times, and it's just not worth it. You lose so much energy, and most of the times, you feel even worse after talking to this person. So, just rely on someone that you know is going to be there for you, and that you have had good conversations with in the past I feel like that's something super important try and think of someone who has helped you maybe even with a similar issue in the past and then go and talk to them about it also if you have a therapist talk to them instead of maybe your family or your partner sometimes they are just too involved sometimes it's not even their fault it's just they're just too much in there they're not capable of like having an objective opinion and that's fine that's not their fault it's just not possible sometimes so these are like my top ways of dealing with ambivalent relationships i feel like i've kind of repeated myself a little bit but it's most of the times the same things that really really help and I feel like one more thing I just really want to mention is that it's not your fault that they are giving you mixed feelings. It's mostly them struggling with something and avoiding something maybe and it's never your fault. And it's so important to keep that in mind because I feel like with mixed feelings, it's especially hard to not think that you're the problem because it's so easy to think, oh, they're being, being really nice to me. I must have said something nice to them or I must have done something that they liked or whatever. And then on other days or other, maybe it's even hours, let's not lie, <laughs> maybe a few hours later, they are kind of like a little 
selfish. They don't really look at you. They ignore you. They give you these really off vibes. And you start to question yourself and you start to like think, oh my god, have I said something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Is it because I just said this or that? Or what is going on? Have I offended them? Most of the times, it's not you. <laughs> and I hate this because even though it wasn't you, they still hurt you. And they still send the same signals that they would even if it was you. And that's just really hard. And that's okay. It's okay if you really struggle with this. I do. As a matter of fact, I do. And these are just like the kind of coping strategies that I've found to really help me. Nevertheless, ambivalent relationships to me are so tricky and so exhausting to deal with and as I said in a lot of cases it's easy and really helpful to just really distance yourself and maybe even cut this person off um, I know that sounds kind of harsh but it's so important to not stick with something that doesn't feed you and that doesn't help you grow and help you be the person you want to be so never forget it's mostly not your fault and you're doing really good. Okay, so now on to the categories. This is going to be a little bit more lighthearted and I'm really looking forward to it. So as I already mentioned in my introduction, I have in each and every episode, um, as well as my chosen topic, um, a category that is called something I've loved recently. <laughs> Basically, I just talk about something that I've loved. Um, could be anything, a conversation, a book, um, an experience I had, maybe uh, a new sort of flower that I've discovered that I really liked. Anything, really anything. And then also I came up with another category that I really, really, really love. And it's a song I want to list in every episode. I'm also going to make a playlist of it um, so you can just directly click onto the playlist and listen to the songs that I'm listing. Please don't look at the playlist as a playlist in a sense that it makes sense um, that these songs are together in a playlist. It absolutely doesn't. Like, I'm not making that playlist um, to for you to listen to it for or for me to listen to it in, like, a specific order or as a playlist in itself it's more of like a collection of songs if you know what I mean um, and it's not gonna make sense it's gonna be so weird and so many different like genres and and types of songs so please don't think that I have a really bad taste in music because I wouldn't listen to that playlist myself I would just listen to the different songs um, so I'd say We'll start off with something that I have recently loved. Recently, I um, have kind of like started playing games on my phone, which I never ever do. I used to when I was younger. I played, what was it called? I don't remember what its name was. It was just a smurf game where you had to like build your village and harvest crops and you know, a little bit like similar to Heyday, you may know that, 
um it's really popular or like these cooking kind of games where you have to bake cakes and stuff i also used to play cooking mama i guess it was called i don't really remember i was like 13 or i don't know maybe younger um i used to play it on my ipod <laughs> so nostalgic no oh anyways and i then stopped to play games because i don't know i never really had anything that i liked and also instagram and tiktok came along and i preferred to spend my time on there then on games i have a new one and as i said i haven't played a game on my phone in ages it's something that i feel like either boomers do or little kids and I never, like, I also never really engaged with the whole Candy Crush thing. I once had, like, an um, Harry Potter version of Candy Crush, which I liked, but it got really boring to um, me. I have this new game, finally, um, called Mini Motorways. And I am obsessed. I'm totally hyperfixating on it at the moment. And it's an Apple Arcade game. If you don't know what that is, I mean, I didn't know for like forever and then a few weeks ago i discovered it's basically netflix for games i guess and you just pay like i guess like six dollars or um in my currency francs a month which is like the same i guess dollars and francs are pretty much the same um and you basically have like an unlimited access to all of these games that are really awesome and you can't download them individually so also i hate that i'm like advertising for apple but also no one is listening to this podcast so it's fine um so mini motorways is basically just a game where you build a city but it's just about the streets you just try and get the car from point A to point B and it's so fun because it's really not complicated. You don't really have to think while playing it. You just have to build these streets and you have like a limited um, amount of like street patches that you can use and then with time you get more and you also um, constantly there's more buildings and houses popping up that you have to connect and then you can also like add roundabouts and highways and stuff like that i don't know i love it it's so not me but it's in cute colors and um really like good graphic design which i love so i've been obsessed with it and i can't stop playing also it. i only made the apple arcade subscription for me to be able to play this game which i hate but i just can't stop i'm addicted and finally for the song the first song that i'm going to be adding to my playlist is a song that i love so much and i know that i'm going to say this about every song obviously or else i wouldn't put it on the playlist but it's one of my favorite artists which is masego and it's called what you want to try and I just love it. I don't even know where I found it. I think I was at um, a store somewhere and it was playing in the background and I loved it. And that happens to me a lot. And then I never really uh, find the songs again. Sometimes I just am them. 
but sometimes I also don't. Oh, hold on, my friend is calling me. Hello? Hi. Okay. Yeah, Tash, what? Okay, I'm back. So, um, yeah, Masego. I love this guy. I cannot with him. I love every single song that he wrote, and I just, it's so good. So I found the song What You Want to Try at a store, and then I never really like Shazam the songs because I forget, and then I feel really bad about it because I love the song. But for this song, I did. And let me tell you, I've been listening to this song at least, like, probably 200 times since I found it. And it's so good. And it's just such a good, um, like, ambient song. It makes me feel really good, but also relaxes me at the same time. I love it. I love it so much. It's on repeat, and I can't stop listening to it. All right. So, I guess this is everything for today. I am so, so happy that you are here and that you listen to me. Thank you so, so much. If you have questions or want to talk to me about something, you can find me on Instagram at finallypodcast or write me an email at contactfinallypodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and I hope.